Welcome to the Wow Marriage Podcast. In our marriage, we had a blast in the whoa, this is awesome phase, struggled and endured through the what was I thinking phase, and fought hard to get to the wow marriage we have today. It's our goal to share with you some practical tools, biblical principles, and help you reach the wow marriage and stay there. So buckle up, get ready. It's going to be a great ride. Now let's get going. Welcome to the Wow Marriage Podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Lisa. We're so glad you guys decided to join us today. We just want to say Happy New Year. Um, many of you are probably going through that that old New Year's um, tradition and establishing some resolutions. Um, our episode today is marriage resolution, and we want to talk about a different kind of resolution with you today. We don't want to talk about those resolutions that most people commit to and run with the first month, maybe month and a half. Some even make it to two months into the year with those New Year's resolutions, and most of them just kind of fizzle out, die away, and go away. Um the, the resolution we're talking about is putting the past in the past, letting go of some things, um, really truly walking in some freedom as you leave 2021 and go into 2022. Um, so what does that look like? What do you think of with when we talk about marriage resolution? Well, the first thing that comes to my mind is it's a, it's, it's, it's a must. It's something that has to happen. And, and we didn't come up with this topic you know, uh, drawing it out of the hat. God really put this on our heart to talk to people about the fact that with 2021 coming to a close, there's an opportunity here. And that's really what it's about is an opportunity to wipe the slate clean, not because you deserve it, not because they deserve it, Mm. because it's the right thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Let's wipe the slate clean from, from what's happened in 2021 or maybe stuff that you've carried into 2021 that's been going all year. Let's wipe the slate clean and start afresh in 2022. Yeah. But I guess the the, the first question we got to answer is: so how do we how do we end and bring closure to some of those things? And, and you might think that that's a daunting task, or it may be even impossible because well, this is something that we've been dealing with all year. It's a, it's such a big deal. But nothing is too big with God. And, yeah. and if you, you put it to, to practice and you, and you say, hey, this is what we want to do, God. We want to bring glory to your name by bringing closure to this situation so that we can start anew. I believe God will honor that. Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I think, and you're, you're really honing in on a key point is just really bringing God into the middle of that marriage resolution. Um, so a scripture that, that comes to mind, first Peter three, and, um, it's 10 and 11, whoever would love life and see good days must keep their tongue from evil and their lips from deceitful speech. They must turn from evil and do good, and they must seek peace and pursue it. So what does that mean? To to really walk in that marriage resolution, a lot of times we got to bite our tongue. <laughs> so what do we want in the natural? What do we want to do? We want to talk it about it, talk about it, talk about it over and over and over again. And and sometimes, you know what? You just got to let it go. You just got to make a decision that it's no longer worth the energy of conversation. It's no wor- longer worth the energy of meditation and thinking on a thing. Um, and it's a conscious choice. To, to stop really just talking it over and over and over again. That's a really good point that you're bringing that up, that at the end of the day, you, you really have to make a decision that 
this thing is costing you. Mm. It's costing you time and years. And, and I, I go through this in my own life where I look back and I think about the damage that was done over a situation. I'm not talking about, you know, gross stuff and big stuff, but even the minor things, the, the, the time that has gone by and what it's costed me over that time was definitely not worth it. But I still drug myself through the muck and the mire, trying to figure it out, trying to, to, to be right, Mm. trying to, you know, have the best answer to try to live perfect or what whatever that that looks like i can think of things in our own lives that we've dealt with and that have been prolonged over time because neither of us was willing to to budge from our stance and the reality was it costed us precious time well what do i say time invested is time non-refundable absolutely we can't get yesterday back man that's right yeah and and that is a it's a it's a it's ugly yeah but when you when you think about it and it can drive you into a an, an even uglier state yeah. of depression and just sickness when you think about oh my goodness i let this thing wear on it me festers. so long and and it does it it festers so t- i believe god is telling us that we need to 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 open people's mind to the to the opportunity that god has given them every day hey Let's start anew. Just like mm-hmm. you, you know, wake up and you might, you know, pray. You know, God, thank you for another day for breathing life into these lungs. Father, forgive me for for what I did yesterday mm-hmm. and 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 purposefully set my path today that I can be used by you for for good. That is that is not far from the kind of statement that I would make to my spouse or that I pray over my wife in the morning. It's really not, you know, Mm -hmm. forgive me for the things that I did yesterday and, and help me to do things that are going to affect your life in a positive manner today. That's so good. That's, that's where it is too. It's a matter of opening those conversations and having that dialogue, but it's a matter of humbling yourself. Um, so I want a reset button, right? Let's just speak in terms of you and I. So if I want the reset button, I can't look to you to hit that reset button. I can't look to you to make a change and to do something different. I have to make a decision to make a change and do something different. I have to humble myself and say, forgive me for whatever I've carried. Forgive me for whatever I've done. Forgive me for whatever X, Y, and Z is. And then I have to make a conscious decision to focus forward, right? And no longer allow that to continue to to be, what does our pastor say, um, live rent-free in my mind? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I can no longer allow that thing to, to, to dwell there. I have to make that decision to leave that behind me. So the Bible says that we make it in by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And one area that you and I both struggled with at one point was intimacy, um, mm-hmm. not because of infidelity or any anything like that. But what happened was we were not meeting each other's needs physically mm-hmm. in different ways, mentally in different ways. And we really needed an opportunity to hit that reset button. Right, right. And have a resolution in our marriage, for sure. Yeah, as it pertains to intimacy. 
Okay, so just to give you some backstory on how this all came about. So there was a period of time where I spent a, well, more than I should have time <laughs> playing video games, enjoying my own hobbies, and watching sports and the like. And what ended up happening was uh, I went through a drought. Is that is that a good? <laughs> that would be one word for I would it. say, you know. So- We've never had a problem being physically attracted to one one another. That doesn't mean that, you know, we're being intimate with one another. Connecting on that level. Uh, you know, five, six, seven times a week. So let me just, you know, let me back up here. So there we were. We we're in this situation. We we're completely enjoying all of the, the fruits of, you know, being a married couple. And we had a great intimate relationship and then all of the sudden it started to you know dial back and dial back and dial back and become less and less and less and less and a lot of it was due to some of the choices that we're making physically uh, mentally and obviously like I said with our time management Mm -hmm. I don't think we were doing a good job and I'll put most of that on me because I realized that a lot of it had to do with not the time that I was spending doing the stuff that I wanted to do, but it was the lack of time that I was giving to you, honoring you, showing you how much I loved you, you know, via right. your and love language. In the same respect, I knew where to hit you where it hurt when my feelings were hurt. And so there was a level of manipulation in that where I would withhold because you weren't coming to bed and going to bed with me and you weren't spending that time with me outside of that. And so in my mind... I was withholding intimacy from you. And so so there was a two wrongs don't make a right. No. You know, and we learned that in elementary school. Two wrongs don't make a right. And so we both had a level of um impact and and responsibility. Right. And then what we found was we ended up in a situation where we were arguing a whole lot, mm-hmm. adult conversations mm-hmm. now that we we call that now. And we well, did. what we do now is adult conversations because we behave like adults. Amen. <laughs> but we didn't, we didn't, we used to try to visit this situation and mm-hmm. it would usually start, I'll just be completely honest. So I would get up from playing Xbox or doing whatever I was doing, watching whatever game. And then I would come into the bedroom and Lisa would be there laying in bed, you know, watching you know, whatever show that she liked to watch at, at that point in time. And then I would jump in the bed and I would kind of give her the googly eyes thinking that was going to, you know, move the needle. And what ended up happening was she was like, oh, I'm tired. And I'm like, well, you had plenty of energy to sit up all half the night watching, you know, whatever you were watching. You didn't get tired and ready for bed until I showed up giving you the googly eyes. Is that right? Right. That's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> so then, so then we would have these arguments and yeah. these these ugly moments in our relationship mm-hmm. that usually ended it would up, escalate. Right. We ended up having a conversation about something that was not even you know privy to that, but it was because we weren't meeting each other's needs physically, mentally, relationally, mm-hmm. all of the above. And what mm-hmm. we really needed to do was hit the reset button on the situation yeah. and and have a conversation about you just saying, hey, you're not meeting you know my needs and I'm not meeting your needs. How 
can we, you know, move forward? But again, the key part of that is we needed to hit the reset button right. so that we could start afresh and stop going around the mountain over and over yeah. and over again. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it only took the, you know, the, the walls of Jericho seven times to come down. Well, our yeah. walls, our walls are not coming <laughs> we, down seven. We seven went times. around many more than seven times. <laughs> this, this, our, this situation that I'm talking about is it, something that we battled probably for a better part of more than a year. Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. It it did last more than a year. And, and I think that's kind of the, the point, right? In this episode, we want to try to help other couples avoid allowing something to linger that long. Mm-hmm. Cause it doesn't it, matter it, how headstrong you are. Cause I want people to understand just how thick headed you are. <laughs> really? Oh, I, I, mean, I mean, really? I mean, how thick headed we, we are. Not I, <laughs> I'm just being funny. Well, let's be real. I do. I think, thank you, Lord. I have walked in a, a level of stubbornness as we both have for sure. But, but that's the thing, you know, it's, it, it was that conscious decision. We made a decision that it was time to have a real adult conversation right? to really communicate like adults and, and use words that were productive and words that would actually make a difference. Um, so, so tell me, so now that we're, we're, we're into it, we've, we've laid the groundwork for exactly what transpired and, and what the cause of it was. What was that moment do you, that what was the moment that you looked at and you said, okay, this is the real problem. Mm-hmm. Again, there was a real problem. So I don't think there was like this magic moment, if you will, that said, okay, you know, you're, you're on the brink of divorce or anything like that. It, it wasn't a matter of, it, it was just, I finally had gotten to a point where I was just so tired of it. I wanted that healthy marriage. I wanted the wow marriage. Mm-hmm. I wanted what God promised. And, but I knew that I was getting in the way. Don't you think it's funny that we're talking about giving time to, you know, in this testimony, we're talking about the time that an effort that we put into doing our own thing mm-hmm. and then getting aggravated when we came together that we couldn't do the same thing. But yet we expelled all that energy mm-hmm. arguing about it. Yeah. That's stupid. It, but it was it, because it was we were looking for getting our own way. It was, you know, I want my way. I'm going it, to, it's like adult version of a tantrum is what I call it. Yeah. You stomp your feet looking to get my own way, but really ultimately deep down what I want is that wow marriage that God promised me. And I knew, you know, at some point I knew I was going to have to get me out of the way, get my pride out of the way. Cause that's what it was. It wasn't even about what I wanted. It was my pride. I was too proud to say I'm wrong. I was too proud to say, um, this isn't how I should act and conduct myself as a wife and a woman of God. And when I got that out of the way, repented to God, repented to you, um, which I don't even honestly thinking back, I don't, I don't think I repented first. I'm not sure if it was me or you, honestly, that finally said enough's enough. It was probably me. <laughs> you can have it, babe. <laughs> But this is, this is, you know, this is the conversation that we're having. And this is something, you know, real, something that mean and Lisa, we, we, we really, really struggled in this moment and for this period of time. And we want people to understand that 
there's nothing that you can't overcome. Yeah. There's nothing that is, is too big if you're willing to put in the work and make a decision that you're no longer going to, again, this is like salvation. I'm no longer going to live like that. There was no reason that I couldn't enjoy and have my hobbies and still provide you with the needs that, that you know, or meet that your quality needs. time I needed. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But I, you know, there's a level of selfishness obviously that we dealt with, but more than anything, it wasn't that I wasn't willing at the time to recognize that I was spending, again, I sit down and start doing the calculations and you'd be like, wow, <laughs> you spent seven hours a day playing <laughs> video games. Like, could you not have given up? I, I'm just using that as a number. I really don't know. But my point is when I realized how much time I was mm-hmm. spending doing that thing, I thought to myself, well, don't I, can't, I could cut that back a little bit mm-hmm. and, and meet your needs and, and still have happiness yeah. and freedom and joy and all the other things in my life. Yeah, you heard me right. I could still do all the things that I wanted to do and still have freedom and joy in my life. Not that you don't provide those things. That's not what I'm saying. I, it sounds funny when you say it like that. But my point is, is I still had the ability to enjoy my hobbies and enjoy a life of happiness with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can have both. Um, I know it sounded yeah. good the way I said it. Huh? <laughs> I, I could see the Wait. way you were looking at me. You're like, um, Wait a minute. Is that what you really mean? <laughs> so, so I just, another scripture that comes to mind in this is Proverbs twelve eighteen. It says, the words of the reckless pierce like swords, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. So what does that mean um, in this situation? So use some wisdom. You want healing in your marriage. You want true marriage resolution. You truly want to hit that reset button. Use wisdom when you're communicating. Use wisdom when you're speaking over those things. Use wisdom when you're interacting with each other. Because when you are being foolish, that's when you're reacting uh, in your flesh. That's when you're reacting in pride, right? You know, another thing that that can help with that process, you were talking about, you know, hitting the, the reset button and having, you know, a successful wow marriage in the future, you know, with the new year coming, you know, maybe, you know, this just, you know, comes to mind, maybe write your spouse a letter, Mm. Uh, you know, uh, something, you know, a lot of times I have a hard time putting into words what I'm truly feeling. But if I sit down and I kind of, you know, evaluate and, and write it out, it helps me, you know, get across the point that I'm, you know, I'm trying to make without rambling and wobbling all over myself. Mm -hmm. But if I make it a love letter, yeah, write your spouse a love letter, you know, and it's not like a confession letter, like, I'm sorry that I didn't (laughs) put my dirty clothes in the hamper. And I'm (laughs) sorry that it took me so long to wash the car. All these, you know, I'm not talking about that. This is, you know, that type of letter. But you know, Repent for the the things that you do. Make a conscious effort to let let her know, let him know that you recognize there are some areas in your in your marriage that maybe you haven't done your best at, mm-hmm. and then make that New Year's resolution reset. That hey, in twenty twenty two, 
we're not going back to that place. Yes. If we see this thing on the horizon, we're going to recognize it. We're going to deal with it. And then we're going to push through. Keep moving forward. And keep moving our way to the next step, to the next step on our way to the wow marriage. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, so I, you know, I think the biggest thing, um, that, that I hope that the couples listening, um, take away from this is that there is hope, there is light, there is an alternative to dwelling on those things, to, to allowing things to continue to, um, be a part of their marriage. There is an alternative to that. But they have to make that decision the same way that you commit to a New Year's resolution. Um, I would say commit even stronger to having that marriage resolution. If you knew some years ago, there was a stock that was a, a company called Plug Power and Plug was a penny stock and individuals that invested in Plug Power that got in early and took that risk and took that chance, the stock went from a few pennies or a fraction of a penny and ended up being an overnight success. It was worth hundreds of dollars per share. And people made millions of dollars off of it. I can guarantee you this isn't a penny stock. This Mm. is your marriage we're talking about. And if you knew the consequences, the results of where, what, allowing God to do this kind of makeover reset in your life where your marriage could go from this point to the next, nobody would say, I don't want that. Right. Nobody would say, right. Man, that's not for me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I And, you know, I think that um, one of the biggest factors and one of the biggest things that people have to do is recognize what the future could look like make a decision on what the desire they have is for their marriage. And I think part of that letter that they write to each other, express that, share that too. This is what I want for our marriage. This is what I want for our future. This is how I want our lives to look and and allow that to motivate each other um, in in your choices and in, in walking in that level of forgiveness and love and and. Um, leaving the past in the past. I think that that's, um, I think that letter, uh, suggestion was a great idea. That it, it, it just, it says to me, you know, number one, the writer mm-hmm. is taking time and, and making an effort to say, what, what is it in my life? What is it that I'm dealing with? What is it that I'm feeling that is causing me such heartache, or maybe it's not a situation that's causing you heartache, but it is limiting you mm-hmm. to some degree from going to that, that, that phase it's a of level of bondage you holding want. you back. Right. Mm-hmm. So what can I do? I can, mm-hmm. I can sit down and I can put some, some, some thoughts on paper. I can write this out. I can send a message to my lover and say, this is what I'm dealing with. This is how I'm feeling. And I want you to, under, I, in, in a way that they can understand, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is, yeah. this is, a, you know, kind of laying your cards on the table yeah. and saying, I don't want this for us. I want that, Yeah. which is something better, something greater, something that, that when people see you, 
when people see Lisa and I, I want them to, I want them to be envious. <laughs> I want them to look at them and say, wow, look what they have. Look how in love they are. I mm-hmm. tell you, I cannot tell you how many times we are in a, whether it's a public setting or a private setting that that thought doesn't come across my mind. In fact, I recognize it probably more so when I'm not with you because I look at people, I watch people constantly. And I can tell you, I can name maybe a handful of couples and I know hundreds of people. I can tell you there is nobody that looks like they're more in love than Lisa and I. And there's a reason because we make an effort. Yeah. We are not putting on a show. We this is this is us. Yeah. This is us. They should make a show about us. Oh. That was good. All right. Well, we want to say thank you for joining us again for the episode Marriage Resolutions. Um, We hope that you guys uh, walk away encouraged, built up, motivated, and inspired uh, to make some some decisions and to put forth some action. Um, Have a resolution in your marriage. It's worth it, I promise. Um, Make sure you look us up at www.thewowmarriage.com. Check out our Facebook page. Uh, make sure you subscribe and follow um, follow our Facebook page. Subscribe to our podcast on any of the podcast streaming apps. Um, make sure you save those dates. As Chris mentioned, we do have the Wow Marriage Conference coming up. And so that is February 18th and 19th. You can go to alcky.com slash wow marriage and uh, register to come join us. And we hope to meet some of you guys and see some of you guys there. Make sure you send us some emails, send us some feedback and questions. It's thewowmarriage at gmail.com. And again, thank you guys so much for joining us and have a happy new year. Happy new year. Thanks for listening to the Wow Marriage Podcast. We pray that the experiences shared today will not only bless you, but inspire you to have your very own Wow Marriage. To stay connected, please be sure to subscribe to this channel and also visit our website at thewowmarriage.com to watch this podcast and others in video. We call you blessed in Jesus' name.